So in, in, in confession, um, oftentimes priests, we, we hear uh, people say, you know, I don't know why I bother coming. I, I, I come regularly and it seems like I always say the same thing. I always confess the same sins. And they get discouraged and, and, and we remind them that, that our conversion and our, our growth in holiness is a process, these kinds of things. And, but the, there's always that, that deep-seated wish that whatever it is they confess and struggle with, whatever their predominant sin is, that they would somehow be able to overcome it. And, and they wonder about that. And it, it got me thinking about my own, uh, let's say, many years ago, one of my, my sins, predominant sins, was my temper. I had a, a pretty bad temper where I would just uh, kind of feel as though it were totally appropriate for me to kind of uh, go off the handle and, and yell and things like that. And, and I would bring it to confession, and I'd just, boy, I just can't seem to get past this. And the priest told me, he said, you know, uh, if you really want to overcome it, it's only by God's grace that you're going to do that. He goes, well, next time you know, you're in, in prayer, he goes, ask the Lord to show you how you, how you look when you do that. Ask the Lord to, to give you sight, the sight to see yourself in the moment and how you really look when you engage in that prideful act. Huh? And so I did. I prayed and said, Lord, show me, help me see myself as I really am in that moment. Well, I was out uh, with one of my priest friends, and he got upset about something. And he started, he blew up. And, and it was like, this is crazy. He's so angry. And, but it is, in my head, I heard this voice. He goes, and the voice said, that's, what, that's you. you. You wanted to see yourself? That's you. That's what you look like. And it, it was so unattractive. And it was embarrassing. I'm like, my gosh. I, I, you know, I, that's a, I'm a mess. I can't believe I act that way. So, it, but from that moment on, guess what? I never, I, it's never happened again. I, you know, do I get angry? Sure. Uh, but in an appropriate way. And in a very balanced, mature way. I don't, like, explode or fly off the handle or get, get it's all more, it's, it's, all, it's all grace. That wasn't me. That's him. And this is, what, this is what our Lord wants to do for us. If you look at the gospel and you see these guys, these ten guys, uh, these ten lepers. Now, to understand fully what, what's going on here, you have to know what a leper's life was like. You know, this contagious, horrible skin disease, highly contagious, so they had to leave their home, they had to leave their family, they had to leave their spouse, they had to leave their job. They had to leave their community. They had to move outside of town and live with other lepers. And they could no longer go to the temple and worship. Their life was over. And they were sad and alienated and exiled and totally separated. Can you imagine? But this is their life. And, and Jesus sees them. And remember, when Jesus sees people, he doesn't see their sins. He doesn't see the things that they're ashamed of. He doesn't see what we see. He doesn't see us the way we see ourselves. He sees us the way we're meant to be seen, as children of God, as loved, as, as filled with grace. 
as his, as his brothers and sisters. He sees these people. And they, from a distance, because they can't approach him, because that's against the, the, the Torah, the regulations for lepers, so they yell, have, have pity on us, heal us. And he does. Because that's what he does. That's what he's going to do for us. He's going to heal us. And the key to it, though, is how they act after they've been healed. They go uh, to, the, to the temple to show themselves to the priest because the priest is the one who certifies that they're clean and the disease is over. And once he does that, they can go back to their house, their kids, their wife, their jobs, their community. They can go back to the temple and pray. They can go back to their life. But true healing takes place when we realize what this one guy that returned to thank Jesus knows. Because after what I've been through and what after the Lord has done for me, I can't go back to my old life. I can't go back to the way it was. I can't pretend like this happened, didn't happen. I can't pretend like that this is all this is all the Lord. He goes, yes, I, I'm going to live with my family again. I'm going to go back to my community. I'm going to go back to my job. I'm going to go back to the temple. But it's going to be the new temple. It's going to be Jesus. I'm going to hang out with him. That's our response to what, to what grace does. And when we respond that way, when we realize I can't go back to the way my life used to be, I have to, I have to, I have to live my life in a new way because the Lord has made me into a new person. That's healing. That's what the Lord does for me. That's what he does for you. That's what, people, that's what people, when they go to confession, they say, I can't believe I have to confess this sin again. It's like, don't worry. He's going to do it for you. But when he does, you have to live your life different. You know, here's a practical example. A lot of us here from time to time, yeah, I go to Mass, and it's the same Mass, and it's so boring, and... You know, the, the same prayers every week, and we sit, we stand, we kneel, we, we say the creed, and, you know, we don't even think about what we say. It's like, man, this is really tough. So that's not the Mass's fault. That's our fault. Mass is from Jesus. It's nothing wrong with it. It's how we approach it. Look, think of it this way. All right, so you come to Mass, and you bring yourself, and you put everything you are on this altar, and Jesus changes that into, your, into himself and gives it back to you so you can receive him. So what you brought with you, the Lord is going to change. He's going to heal. And if you let him, he's going to, he's, he's, as he changes you, you're going to become a new person. So if you take what you receive in this Mass today, and you go out now and live it for the rest of the week, you are going to be changed. And so when you come back to Mass next week, you're going to be a different person. And as you come back to Mass next week as a different person and experience the same Mass, it's going to feel like a new Mass because you're a new person. See how it is? The Mass isn't going to change. We have to change. We have to let the Lord change us and heal us. We cannot go back to the way it used to be. We have to hang out with Him and let Him him make us into the people we've always longed and desired to be.
children of a new creation, a new creation of grace. Brothers and sisters, we all get second chances. 